that's why it's good to disconnect every once in a while. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more inside class in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. So. We're back. We're, vac- we're vacationed. Yeah, fully vacationed. Fresh back uh, from the great white north and the uh, wild, wild west. Wild, wild west. It was. That's accurate. Yeah. So um, how was Snake River? You know, it was fantastic. I um, So I don't know if I, I can't recall whether I shared on the podcast about the place I was going, but it was a um, the, my family cabin that my great-grandfather bought almost 100 years ago. So it's been in the family a long time. It's been a really important part of my life. You know, as a kid, I spent every summer there. It was a whole, whole thing. It's on the North Fork of the Snake River in um, Island Park, Idaho. And um, it was <sighs> – my kid's third time there, you know, the side effect of moving across the country from my family is I don't get back to the traditional family vacation places very often. We did right. not make it there the summer before COVID and then COVID struck and we regretted that. Right. So it's been three years since we were there and she's now coming up on nine. And the last time she was there was when she was four. And so she kind of remembered it, but had a great time there. The plan had been that my little brother and his family, which includes a little girl who's six months younger than, than my kid, um, would be there. But COVID struck them down the week before we came. So they were not there. So that was one thing that didn't turn out as planned. The other one was it's, it's, um, the cabin's about 20 minutes west of West Yellowstone, which is the West entrance to the Yellowstone national park. And Ivy was super Mm -hmm. excited about going to see old faithful. And there were a bunch of others. She was going to love the fountain paint pots. And I was just clear about all of that. Um, there's also in the old faithful lodge, the best ice cream shop in the world is in Old Faithful Lodge. Okay. She was super excited about that. And it, uh, anyone who's watched the news is aware that there was epic thousand-year flooding that closed Yellowstone National Park completely. They actually evacuated the park. And from somebody who's spent a lot of his life near Yellowstone, like, that's unheard mm-hmm. of. That's never happened. Even when the big yeah. fires were happening in 86, like, that that didn't happen then. And so um, – so that didn't happen either. We just also didn't get into Yellowstone. And for two days of our four days there, it was either raining or full on snowing. Um, Yikes! In June, so it was some pretty. pretty it was. It was. Uh, it, it meant that 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 my kid got some really good indoors time hanging out with her grandma, which she hasn't gotten to do in three years, which was fantastic. Um, and then this this the the skies parted and the sun came out and we put her in a canoe and everything was fine. Um, so it was a good trip with some disappointments built in. Um, um, and we're looking at maybe we could rerun it later in the summer or something and try and find a way to undo some of the stuff that didn't go right. But, um, but it was, a, it was, yeah. it was a great time to be with my folks and be at the cabin, which is a very much my brain's quiet place. Um, sitting on mm-hmm. the front porch with a beer and a book and looking at the river is like, it's, you just can't beat it. So, so it was great to get there. It was great to get there. Yeah. Good. Yep. And it, it appears that we, um, flew in planes across the country and dodged viruses so that's a thing that's good yep yeah for sure yeah well and also potentially just the general chaos that is you know flying right now (laughs) yeah it's a mess well and our 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 way around that was to take the very first flight possible so our flight from raleigh durham left at 5 30 a.m we actually spent the night in a hotel very close to the airport uh, drove the night before, spent the night in a hotel, flew out at 5.30. The flight out of Salt Lake was at 
seven, I think. So we had really no trouble with our flights, but the trick was to go absolutely as early in the morning as we could, which was brutal to do, but meant that the plans stayed plans. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. How'd yours go? So, yeah, we, our deal was we went, uh, from Atlanta to Boston Mm -hmm. and then I rented a truck, like a pickup truck and we drove from Boston to uh, Bar Harbor, Maine, cool, and stayed at this place called Under Canvas, which is like a glamping site uh, just outside of Acadia National Park. Um, so we were staying in these schmancy uh, tents with uh, the kids had a teepee outside mm. of our our tent, and it was like very well appointed and had you know running water. No electricity, but running water. Nice. And uh, was just civilized enough. Mm. And um, we went, we hiked and we climbed things and we saw stuff and connected with nature and walked all over uh, Maine. And it was beautiful. Awesome. Like lows in the 50s, like highs in the like upper 60s. It was like gorgeous. Awesome. Um. And I actually, I FaceTimed Dan That's in the true. middle of our trip. That's true, you did. Because we, we were down at base camp and there was a literal full arc double rainbow. Yeah, so and vivid. And I, I was it, like- What does it mean? Dude, you have to see this. It was amazing. And it was amazing. So my favorite thing about that was, was everybody our age, so like parents with their kids, are, are saying the double rainbow all the way across the sky and fake crying and saying, what does it mean? <laughs> Every single Zoomer- is walking around going, what are these old people talking about? <laughs> right, 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 right. It was just like a fun reminder that there were, you know, right. there's just differences. Right, well, and then I don't think I, I'm not sure I showed you this, but as you were FaceTiming me about that, it was literally snowing sideways out the window <laughs> where I was. Mm. So it was a very, it was a very jarring uh, That's uh, funny. nature experience there. Yeah. So one thing that I was actually kind of uh, excited about was that one thing that Under Canvas has, they have a partnership with Epiphone. Oh. And so like every base camp has, you know, an Epiphone. In this case, it was like a, um, like one of the master built Dove acoustics. Wow. And when I got there, I was like, cool. It was like sitting in the corner and I was like, oh, can I, can I check it out? And they're like, sure. And um, it was missing a string. And I was mm. like, well, do you have any strings? I'll, I'll, I'll restring it for you. Like, no. <sighs> And I was like, well, that's so it's decoration. It's not. Well, it shouldn't be, but it shouldn't it be. Yeah. Um, the fun thing. Here's the fun thing. The fun thing is that I have a friend who works for Gibson ah. and um, he was asking me about under canvas and was like, oh, we just booked our um, we just booked our time there. Uh, we're going to go next month. And I was like, well, funny you mention it. Uh, why don't you bring some guitar strings with <laughs> yeah, you just to be prepared? Because. <laughs> The strategic partnership that you have with this place uh, does not apparently include strings. And he was like, LOL, I'll, I'll pack some. That's good. I, I'll tell you, I did see on our drive into West Yellowstone, you know, the, the park was closed, but the city of West Yellowstone is still fun to go to. And on our way in, I did mm-hmm. see an under, under canvas location there. Yeah. So I, they're, they're all over the place. I think that's a Yeah. That's a there's thing. only two on the East Coast. There's one in acadia and there's one right outside of smoky mountain national park Ah. out west though they're all over the place oh cool they've actually got like a they've got this like 1100 mile loop through like all of like the kind of southern california uh nevada e national parks where you can like literally just like fun drive around and go to all of them that's cool 
it's really cool. If you if you have the means and you have the time and you're in the neighborhood, you should absolutely go. We will we will definitely be going back. That's awesome. Before that, though, we had a uh, we had a municipal event that we did and um, tried out a bunch of new things. Yes, let's hear about that. So um, we did the uh, the municipal event um, over by us, and um, it was the first run out for our redundant Ableton system mm-hmm. using Ableset, which is a um, kind of a a cleaner upper live performance tool. Uh, that you use in tandem with Ableton Live uh, to make it more um, user-friendly and easier to navigate when, you know, it's down to it. Um, It was also the uh, first time we used our uh, iConnectivity Play Audio 12, Mm -hmm. which is a multi-output interface. Mm -hmm. And um, I was, like, super hyper-focused on these are the things that I've got to do first. And so I I went in with, like, a a game plan and got everything all set up. and. Minus a couple of like just like common sense things that like weren't immediately apparent because I hadn't done them before. Um, the setup for this was super straightforward and relatively painless. Um, the only thing that we ran into that was kind of a snag was um, Ableset has this feature that's uh, you you just check a box that says synchronize playback. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that seems like, uh, you know, a good thing for us to do so that both the computers are synced up. Yeah. What I wasn't aware of though was that it would speed up and slow down playback anytime those things didn't line up the right way Ooh! and so we were doing that during we here's the good thing we luckily found that out during sound check good and not during the show yeah um because as soon as like we started playing something and it like started like oh and i immediately went went back over there and uh Uncheck that box when it was smooth sailing for the rest of the night. That's good. There was like a we had a we had a couple of um hiccups in the playback, um, which is just kind of something that you unfortunately have to kind of like deal with with Ableton sometimes. Um, but after the first couple of songs, it went away and it was like smooth as could be for the rest of the night. So That's that good. part was fine. That's good. Uh the other thing that happened uh was we tried out the um the big new signage so i got one of those retractable signs with the uh qr code that does the landing page for uh the band's website Mm -hmm. and uh, we put that through its paces got a lot of traffic but one thing that um i had not accounted for is that you know municipal events are a situation where you are playing for a crowd but not your crowd right so um we got, I ended up getting a, um, just a rando submission on our, ba- our website contact page. It was like, you guys didn't sound good. The sound was off and, uh, you guys need to turn up your female vocalists because either I couldn't hear her or she couldn't hear herself and we don't know what's going on. And, uh, getting that at the end of the night was really unhelpful. Mm. What they, what they could have done is they could have gone up and said, uh, to the sound person, Hey, could you do X, Y, and Z? But uh, they didn't do that. They opted to not put their name, put a fake email address and a fake phone number, and then just say things that, you know, they were comfortable saying in anonymity. Yeah. So. Griefing. And I feel like it was literally around this time last year, we had something similar happen. Yeah. And uh, it was yeah. the same kind of deal. Yeah. Municipal event where you're just playing for a crowd of people and they're just like, man, I just think I'm going to be crappy. But luckily, <laughs> I'd been through it before. 
and knew how to navigate those kinds of things. Yeah, and I mean, you, you have you, ever you brought your angst to the Patreon Slack, which was the right place to bring yep. it. Yeah, exactly. And not necessarily, you know, bleed all over social media. Right. For sure. Blame the, blame the sure. city, you know. How come your yeah. audience isn't better? I don't know. There's a lot of ways I could yeah, go I mean, wrong. It, and that's the funny thing is that, like, everybody was super nice. I, mean, I, had, I had a bunch of family come in from out of town and, you know, people I hadn't seen in a while. And they were like, you guys play great. Sounded awesome. And I should listen to those people and not to the anonymous stranger who, 100%. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But again, that's negativity bias, and we always like, you know, latch on to those things and not the, uh, course, the good things. Of course, no, it aligns with our internal monologue, and so it must be true. For sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the summary of that. Now um, uh, this week, I have a question I've for you before we move a, on. Before we move on, hang uh, on, hang on, hang on. Please, 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 please. So lay it on me. It's been many weeks of. Um, and I have not, this was for the, for listeners. Often we pregame what we're going to talk about. This one came to me as Adam was just talking. Um, yeah, it's been a lot of weeks. You've been working on this Ableton playback issue and buying equipment for it and special gear and Mm -hmm. a lot of experimentation. And it seems like it's, um, it's all aimed at getting multi-track playback to happen while Mm -hmm. you had stereo playback really dialed in and reliable. Yes. Having gone through all that, do you still feel like it's worth it? I do for reasons. Okay. Those reasons particularly are around, um, you know, the tracks that we had sounded okay, but they were fixed. And one thing that, you know, we all know is that um, sound situations are dynamic and they change from show to show and from room to room. Certainly true. And the more, the more things you have stemmed out, the more flexibility you have. What this has given me in regards to switching from a super basic approach to putting things into Ableton is it gives us more capability and more flexibility to do other things. So for us, that could, that means, um, potential, potentially automating things like, uh, MIDI patches and incorporating. Oh, effect, um, effect setting changes, drum samples. Sure. And yeah. syncing video up. Cause yeah. that's the next thing. The yeah. next goal I've started, uh, downloading the music videos of all the songs that we do. Nice. And the, the next goal, and it's, I've got a, I've got about a month to try and put this together is to set up, um, the show to do, uh, live video sync with the performance. Mm. And then, you know, after that it's, it's, you know, getting a DMX converter so that we can start doing light control and that kind of thing. Because I got in touch with a couple of other bands, um, one of them, uh, also out of Ohio, uh, it's a band called the 1985, which I thought was a great name. And, um, I've been buddies with their, their bass player and, um, they've been posting, uh, videos of their setup and they are doing the same thing and they're using Ableton. They're actually, and they're using ProPresenter, the, the software my company makes. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I wanted, to, I, I've been picking, uh, their brains about stuff and how to set that up. And so that's kind of where we're going next. I'm trying to see what we can do to, um, you know, up the production value, make things, uh, more 
visually appealing outside of just the music. So you're investing in something way beyond just track playback. That's that's really the thing, right? Yeah. So the the switching to Ableton it was more of a means to an end. It yeah. wasn't necessarily the the solution to what we were we what we were looking for. Yeah, it's a, good because uh, from 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 over here, it sounds like it's just been the problem. It has been. It's been a challenge. Yeah. But in that challenge, I have learned a bunch of things and now know a lot of things on, on, in, in ways that we can we can do stuff that we weren't able to do before. Um, and now that I know that, I can pass that information on to other folks and um, not only improve our live show, but, um, you know, offer that information to other people who are looking to do the same thing. Sure. Sure. I think... I you think know, The whole premise of this show is for us to... Do all the bad things, make all of the mistakes, Is go it? through all of the pain, oh, God. so that we can share it with other people. Oh man! And, well, so they don't have to. All right. <sighs> I'm not sure I signed on for like. that, but okay. No, I do. I do. It does feel like that. You're you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think that um, as somebody who does not currently have aspirations for synchronized video or you know light show sync or anything like that, it, you're what you've been through trying to move to Ableton and the, I mean, you now travel with two laptops and a very special piece of hardware that synchronizes them across your plate. You know, it's like, it's a lot. And, and, and I, I've, I've never had any failure playing back a two channel MP3 out of band helper into my rig, you know, like it's, it's been absolutely bulletproof. And, um, yeah. So I think I guess it, it's a it's a matter of scaling your ambitions against what your <laughs> the, the the complexity you're willing to confront. Um, yep. Uh, so yeah, I, I and I'm sure when you have the whole thing in full singing and dancing, perfect synchronization with video and everything, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be phenomenal, and you'll be able to yeah. charge top dollar for it. I have no doubt. Um, yeah, I'm just sort of thinking about like I, that's a that's a long way from where I am. That's a long way. <laughs> For sure. It's definitely, yeah. uh, it, it was a, um, it was a, so it felt like a solution looking for a problem. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Cause nothing, nothing, it's not that things weren't working. It was just more a matter of, um, trying something different mm. and, um, trying to see if we can, uh, kind of go to the next level in regards to, uh, upping our production because yeah. the thing that the, the reason why it really kind of started all of that was that I was talking to these guys from the 1985 and seeing the show that they're like, they're, they're rolling around with. And I was like, well, what do you guys charge? And they're charging just about what we charge. And I was mm. like, Ooh, mm. cause I got, ugh, we got, we got some, we got some catching up to do. So it was kind of a, it was a, it was a, it was a, a couple of things, but it's been something I've been wanting to do for years. And it's a matter of, we've been doing the same thing for now almost eight years. Right. So right. if, if we're going to continue to do what we're going to do and we want to get that higher earning potential and get that, um, get to that next tier. Yeah. Well, then we've got to, we gotta, we gotta come with something else. Absolutely. And, and look, none, none of my, um, questioning about that should be understood as, um, not standing for continuously raising the bar on yourself. Yeah. 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 
I mean, yeah, it wasn't the, why you do that? Right, right. no, no, no. Well, kind of, but like, not not because you shouldn't. Like, really, why you do that? Why you do that is because you are looking to raise the bar on yourself and elevate what you deliver and go through what you got to go through to do that. So, great. It's great. And and I think we all we all got to look at where we're at and make that decision from where we are rather than like cuz I you know, I was comparing where I am right now with my brand new project to god, would I want to go through what Adam's going through about that stuff? And the answer is no. God, I got I got fish to fry that are still way lower hanging fruit. Just to mix a couple of fruity, frishy metaphors there. Um Yeah, fishy, fishy fruit. Fish fruit. Uh um yeah, I did some fishing in Idaho, and it was bad. It was bad fishing that week because the the rain made the river all murky, and it was yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. The point is, wherever you're at, you want to look and say, "How can I raise the bar?" And you know, you're not not all of us are at where Adam is at, and that's okay. Yeah. But where you are at, what's what's the next step? What can you create? What can you stretch out? What can you make sure you're delivering? That's you know setting you apart in your market. That's right. really the question, right? So, and that's that's where I'm left in this conversation is like looking at at that. I've you know we're at the very beginning of coming out in this project that I'm in, but how can I come out in a way that sets me apart, that makes me you know deliver more value than the next guy? Yeah, that's the question. Well, yeah, and 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 again, if I was in the like stage that you are, where you're spinning something up from scratch, yeah. This would not be a part of it. That being said, if we get this system down in a way that it is rock solid and uh, everybody's super familiar with it, and we decide to roll it into another project, we'll probably do that because it, it won't feel like this huge adjustment. It's oh, it's more of yeah, no, an adaptation you, you, at that point. Totally. You're solving a technical problem that you can then apply across project. I, I totally. Yeah. Totally. So just like anything else, members only is kind of like the, um, it's, it's not just the, it's the engine and the, um, the bank it's the powerhouse. for, yeah, for these moves. So, because it's, it's the one that's pulling in the most, it's, um, revenue. So, it, yeah. um, it, we're going to put all of the, uh, all of the resources into that project and do the most experimentation, uh, in hopes that we, you know, put it towards other projects once it's kind of normalized and established. It's like the mitochondria. It's the powerhouse of the cell. Whatever you say, bro. Yeah. Whatever you say. Stick with me. So let's see. Um, in other news, um, doing a trio gig that was kind of like a, it was initially going to be something else. And then it kind of fell into my lap. And so trying to do a uh it's more or less a an acoustic solo thing but with a band and uh we hadn't we haven't done that before there's not a lot of prep work going on and it probably won't be one of those things where it's tracked or we're using clicks we may use clicks i don't know um but that's happening on saturday Mm. uh from six to nine and it's cool because it's a it's it's local ish it's in it's about it's in another suburb town about 10 minutes from here uh, but it's, it's family friendly and pet friendly. So hoping to get some people out for that. The kids and their and, dogs. Um, the Detroit date that wasn't happening. Right. Has been re 
jiggered sort of. Hmm. So I'm not going to Detroit anymore, but I am doing more or less the exact same thing for an event in uh, in Georgia at a place called Chateau Elan, which okay. is a very schmancy uh, sounds resort. It. Yeah, sounds it. And um, so the cool thing about that is that uh, it's a it's one of those it's the same thing. It's like Thursday through Saturday, and but I, I have a hotel room at Chateau Elan, and um, I'll be playing three nights uh, like the other time. But um, we were supposed to have the kids out all this week. But uh, that did not happen, so we're actually going to have them out that week. And so I just told Amber, I was like, "Hey, come on through. Yeah, I got a I got a free room at the at the Chateau Alon. Darn right. And so you can hang out and do whatever you want, and come and go as you please. It's and cool. um, it's it's on the house, and yeah. I'm and I'm I'm literally they're paying me the same amount with like very very little travel. So nice. I'm into it. Yeah. But yeah, there's still some prep for that. Um just kind of rehashing what I've already done and then trying to figure out um, some other stuff. Cause there's, there's a, a, a band situation um, not like the dueling pianos, but kind of similar. So I uh, got to put a, a set together, but also doing three nights of music that don't overlap. That's good. And, and on the band situation, are you the band leader, music director? Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. So you'll, you'll meet, Same, it's, it's, you'll meet it's your trio, band kind of Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, so I'll, I I won't necessarily meet the band. I will meet the bass player because I'm bringing Nathan, our drummer, nice. into it because Perfect. he's rock solid. Yeah, and he was totally. available. Totally. And totally. so why wouldn't I? Right. So that's what we're that's what we're doing. So you meet the bassist uh, the night be, of. Yep. And but we're already in touch, and uh, we good, were good. we're putting I'm putting a set list together, and he's actually done this one before, so I kind of picked his brains. Like, what are they into? And he's like, you could get away with like newer stuff and 90s. And I was like, hell yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. So I will be, um, cool. We'll be going back and forth over the next couple of weeks in prep awesome. for that because that's, that's happening again. It's the July 7th. Nice. So I got two, two weeks of prep. That's good. That's good. And that, that's where I'm at. Okay. And that's it. Well, there you go. Yeah. What about you? Do you have anything coming up or is you got some downtime? What's going on? Well, I have uh, I have a couple of things. Um, uh, two new gigs for the new band. Um, okay. One on the thirtieth of July, and one on like the fifteenth of August. Um, nice. We'll probably do the same set both times. Yep. And um, uh, the the one in August is the second round of the Dan Ray Experience. So it'll be a full weekend of Dan. At that same place. Yeah. Because it killed. It fully killed. It was the biggest weekend they've done since they opened. Um, yeah, that's awesome. And a bunch of the people there were there for me. And so, you know, proved the case. Proved, fully proved the case. He, he, you know, the owner came to me and was like, when can we do this again? Mm-hmm. Um, so the Saturday, we, we, we went to find a weekend that we could do the band at, uh, which was the the only failure of the last one. So the Saturday night will be karaoke. Um, sorry, Friday night karaoke, Saturday night band. Sunday afternoon, Dan Solo. And um, this is going to be the second weekend of August. Um, so it'll be super fun. And then, you know, I'm just continuing with the trivia. I um, I was, um, you know, it's, it, <laughs> I've done for several months now, alternating locations every other week in, in these two different locations. Mm-hmm. And now I've been 
every week at the one, the one of them, the one in Lexington. And I feel like my topics, my themes are running a little thin. Um, we did, mm. uh, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and it's only been four months since the last time we did those topics. So yeah, I got to come up with some new stuff. I, um, I, I got to work on, and if anybody out there has any ideas for me about what would be great music, pub trivia concepts, themes, mm-hmm. tri- you know, yeah, things that can sort of consolidate, uh, a set list around, uh, I'm open yeah. to that. People should send us email about that. Um, Off the dome, I would think like. Yeah, give me. Uh, 80s, 90s, the movies. Whew. So Ooh. take my breath, like like Top Gun, like uh, somebody's baby, like yeah, uh, in your eyes, yeah, like yeah. All right, all right. It's good. It's good. It's good. I did a TV themes night, and it didn't go great because um, yeah, but TV is TV. TV is TV. That's true. But movies, and especially like eighties movies, movies are movies. I mean, you got TV is TV. Well, you got. But movies are. But you've movies. got you've got you've got the the Top Gun reboot. You've got the you got the Stranger Things new season. You've got um, you got a bunch of kind of things in the zeitgeist that you could definitely pull in. Yeah, because we've thought about doing a um uh, an eighties night at the movies themed evening for sure. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah, I mean, there's so many of those iconic scenes and stuff you know life's you could just you could do life's uh, moving in stereo from uh fast times yeah yeah you know there's there's a lot there's a lot of those things it's true it's true and you could do you could do an 80s night you could do a 90s night of the movies think about like kiss me uh six minutes on the richer or uh you know there's there's all of these like particular tunes that kind of are in the zeitgeist belong that are, are, to are movies. To those things. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. That's true. 80s night of the movies. I think, I think that's, I think that's a, that's yeah. a slam dunk idea. Yeah. How many songs do you need to pull for that? Well, it's a 90 minute show with a break. So right. Fit 20, 20. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. I could put that, I could put that list together for you. Like now. Cool. Do it. I, I will. Here we go. I want it. Um, <laughs> sold. Uh, then, um, so the next one I'm doing is one hit wonders mm-hmm. of all time. Right. Yep. Uh, and then, um, female artists. So female artists as a theme has been cursed. I, the first time I tried to do it, uh, was at the beginning of the year and I got COVID instead of, instead of being able to deliver on that one instead. And then the second time was in like March and I, I don't remember what happened. Some, uh, for some reason, that that night didn't happen either. So, female artists, the female artist theme has been cursed, which is um, kind of okay because the the subtitle of the female artist's theme is, aka, watch Dan hurt himself singing things he has no business <laughs> trying to sing. Um, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. We're gonna try that week after next. This next week is one hit wonders, and after that, we're gonna try female artists. Love it. Yeah. 50 best songs from the from 80s movies. You're googling. You're googling like, over there. Look at you googling. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well because listen, I could literally I 
I could go down, I could go down so many rabbit holes. I know. The cool thing about this idea, though, is that you can, if it's trivia, then you can do what's the song called, who's the artist, and what movie is it in, and what year was that movie released? Yeah, so we can like we can add movie as a point. We can add movie. So t- typically, it's title, artist, and year are the three possible points. Right. Um, but we could add what movie is it from uh, as as an extra point. That certainly could be could be the thing. Yeah. I, he, he, here you ready? Off, off the, off the dome. You ready? Ghostbusters. Go. Yeah. Ghostbusters. Yes. Don't you forget about me. Danger Zone. Okay. Eye of the Tiger. Yeah. Into the Groove. When Doves Cry. Yeah. Never Ending Story. Yeah. Hazy Shade of Winter. Time Ooh. of my time of yeah time of my life. Okay. Uh, Kokomo. Walking on Sunshine. Power. Co- of wait, wait. Kokomo. What's that from? Cocktail. Oh God. You're Tom right. Cruise, yeah. dude. No, you're right. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh my God. Like, yeah, I'm well, about look. to, like, podcast over. <laughs> Footloose. In yeah. your eyes. Say yeah. it almost fire. Yeah. Who's yeah. that girl? The heat is on. Werewolves of London. Against all odds. Up where we belong. I mean, staying alive from yeah. staying alive. From, yeah. Not yeah, from not not from Saturday Night Fever, but from Staying Alive, right? The John Travolta, the second John Travolta vehicle, yes. yes. Uh, Space Oddity. Everybody wants to rule the world. Wait, wait. What movie? Uh, what movie is Space Oddity from? I know. Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars is an '80s movie. Oh, oh all right, okay, but people. Okay. Uh, uh, no, I, tech. All right, technically, and we allow technical. Uh, that that's that's mm-hmm. valid for for pub trivia. Uh, but people know that song more than they know that movie. Let's just be honest. Sure. Old time rock and roll. Heard it through the grapevine from the big chill. Not an 80s song. No. Yeah. Yeah. But an 80, but an iconic 80s movie. 80s movie. Yeah. Fair. Uh, let's see. Some like it. Hot Xanadu or Magic. That's another good one from Xanadu. Yeah. Uh, you can leave your hat on. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Who can it be now? I just uh, called to say I love you. Wait, wait, wait. What, 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 what movie is Who Can It Be Now from? Uh, Valley Girl. Is it? I, okay. Yep. All right. Fair. All right. I, apparently. Yep. F- 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover. Sure. Uh, Glory of Love. A little Peter Cetera. La Bamba. Wait, 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 wait. What, what, what movie was Glory of Love in? The Karate Kid Part 2. I no, 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 listen. I, I know the song fight. super well. I just don't connect it to a movie. I connect it to being oh, in the man. front seat of my mom's car in 1987. Karate Kid Part 2. I get it. He, where they've got the, the little No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I can picture it now, but damn. Twist and Shout. Beatles song. Ferris Beatles Day Off, though. Women yes. My Wings. No, okay, fair. Stand By Me. Yeah, yeah. Stand By Me. Sure. Somebody's Baby. Uh, Dude. Somebody. Uh, and Dude, what, what movie is that from? Song. It's, well, it, so that's Jackson Brown, and that's also from Fast Times. Is it? I don't, yeah. All right. I don't remember from Fast Times. All right. Fair enough. Huh. Yeah, man. Well, I, it's a good I, theme. I could, it's a good I theme. I like go it. On. Well, listen, this is, you've done the thing that I have done now dozens of times, which is have an idea, Google it. Find a top twenty list and then make the show out of that. That's that's yeah. that's the deal with this gig. That's that's what that's what it is. Well, there's a bunch of songs that I didn't talk about. These were like the the, the heavy hitters, but that's still more than twenty. Sure, yeah, that's a show. Anyway, anybody who wants to do that, feel free. Yeah, hit me up. Do it. 
confidential at gmail.com. Bring it. 50 songs, three hours of, of all kinds of stuff. Anyway, uh, any other parting thingies? I don't think so. Cool. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we have just been having a blast in the, uh, in the Slack channel talking about all kinds of things. Like, all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. What haven't we been talking about? Uh, We've been talking about um, bringing in third-party vendors to yes. uh, enhance your live show. Yeah. We've been talking about... Uh, what else? Uh, 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 we, no, listen. We've been talking about new Shelties. New Shelties, that's right. Yeah, we got to mention this. Yeah, so uh, friend of the pod, Mike Schulte, uh and his wife uh, welcomed their baby girl into the world on Father's Day, no less. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So cool. No picks yet. Hopefully it's cool for us to talk about that. Um, we've, we've gotten a bunch of new members, uh, these past few weeks. That's right. And we, um, do we, uh, remind me, do we owe them a shout out for their, well, we owe Creston a shout out for sure. And then let's go ahead and introduce our, uh, our new guys. Let's see. We got here. So we've got Manuel from La Casa de Richie, who is uh, in San Diego, but spends a lot of time playing in Tijuana. Yes. And then we've got Chris, uh, who is up in Ohio. He plays in a group called Mackens Rock. Uh, he just joined. And uh, let's see, Tyler Dijon from Mixtape, who is our what, our, our first Australian uh, member of the pod. Good day. Or of the uh, Patreon group. Um, all man there's there's a there's a lot of folks so yeah. it's been it's been awesome getting to know know people and we can now say we are worldwide we've got we got people on every That's right single we got mexicans we got australians point. it's all great it's awesome so uh big thanks to all you guys thanks for the support if you want to get in on all of that fun five bucks a month on the patreon easy peasy and um well worth it in my opinion and i'm not just saying that as the person who runs it but as the you know i mean it seems like everybody else is, is getting something out of it too. Great. With that being said, we love you guys. Yeah. And, um, we're glad to be back in the swing of things and, uh, ready to, uh, keep telling you all the stuff that we've learned as we continue to suffer and try new things and make mistakes and do things. Yeah. So my hope is that I uh, make it through this next gig without, uh, dying of heat stroke. And, um, you know, live to, uh, <laughs> have another, uh, have another episode. Good plan. With that being said, in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of July 1st, 2022. Have a great week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on 
on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins! The losses. The behind the scenes goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VAMBAND. That's V-A-M band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VAMBAND.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and bag of vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it. For Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida, that was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Mm.